Do you know where the origin of beer started? Colorado, Oregon? Oh no, it must be California. But what if I told you it was none of these, but actually beer was originated by women in Africa? Now we fast forward to today and the narrative has changed dramatically. Black indigenous people of color have been revolutionaries in the creation but left out of the market. There's only 1% of brick and mortar owners, but the numbers are growing. Here on Being Black and Craft, we will share stories of success and challenges of BIPOC in the craft industry. We will explore all fermentables and show how we're innovating the industry. Join me, Angie, the Undeniable Vixen, as we talk to pillars of the industry, newcomers, and enthusiasts. We are a collective of people who believe that we should be able to walk into a BIPOC or BIWOC brewery, winery, or distillery in every state. This is Angie, um, the Undeniable Vixen, and welcome to Being Black and Craft, where we don't apologize for no, recognizing our influence on craft beer. I'm the Undeniable Vixen, uh, moderator for Being Black and Craft. We have our part of our mod squad, Kendrick. Uh, Chris is in the Netherlands, so sometimes he pops in, and sometimes it's two o'clock in the morning, so you know we give him that uh, courtesy if he doesn't show up. But, um, and I hate Charles that, you know, cause I've been really uh, wanting to talk to you ever since I've no seen you on social media. So uh, a lot of people will probably end up he hearing this on replays um, because of whatever new uh, Clubhouse is doing that has totally screwed me up. But we're gonna have a, a great conversation. So usually what we do is I have a couple of, um, couple of church announcements and then uh, I will enter, you know, give a little, you know, have a little discussion with you, have a conversation with you, uh, ask you some questions, and then we'll open up the floor for you to, uh, to, for other people in the audience to ask you questions. Will that be okay? Yeah, for sure. Anything uh, is your show. I'm ready, ready for it. All right. So let me get, go through the church announcements. So, we are on the cusp of uh, CBC Craft Beer Conference. I'm leaving on Saturday to head out to Nashville. A lot of people are uh, are going, and one of the biggest things I'm not sure if they did it last year, but definitely this year they have a um, an additional piece that uh, kicks off. CBC called Thrive, which is a part of Dr. J's initiative. And this is like a one day, uh, like boot camp of DEIJ initiatives, exploration, understanding, and it was an additional cost for that uh, outside of your CBC. Uh, there are also uh, beers, beers for everyone. Lindsay, she's having a pride event after because there's you're drinking all day and then after that after after the uh conference day you want to go and drink some more so she's having then um the the new newly um uh, set up uh organization called black beer it's a black beer associates and i'm probably saying it wrong but it's bba2 
So uh, they're having one of their kickoffs uh, that you can, if you are in the Nashville area and it is in Discord, you can RSVP to their bottle share. And uh, we will also see another iteration of Black is Beautiful during the conference. So that's going on. We're getting ready to go into Cinco de Mayo. Uh, this is going to be on the 5th. But what I plan to do, because I don't want to take anything for, from our um, Latin, Latin, Latin brothers and sisters, we want to celebrate them for Cinco de Mayo. But after the rest of the month, we have a couple of uh, Black-owned tequila brands that we'll be talking to. Uh, tequila with Friends and Ego Tequila, which are both here in the great state of Texas by way of Oak Cliff, my home, my homage. So I'm very excited to talk to them and do a little tasting and get, uh, get to learn more about them. But with no further ado, we have Charles with us. Thank you so much, Charles, for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm super excited to be here on Clubhouse with you guys. Um, uh, just thank you for the invite. So normally, we have we're usually drinking beer, but of course we're um, going to do a little bit something different. So I just made myself a Duce lemonade, which is what I had um, left over from some of my brand brand ambassador um, events, and that was one of the like key cocktails that I was making that people loved. Um, but let me find out some little a little bit about you. But first, are you drinking anything right now? Uh yes, I do. I, I wasn't sure if I you wanted if I was going to start with beer or liquor, but um, so I didn't know which which one we were doing today. But if we're doing liquor, I do have a nice glass of Lazare. It's a honey cognac liqueur uh, coming out of um, uh, Louisiana that's black owned, and it's a uh, it's real really delicious. You guys should definitely check it out. That sure sounded good. My bad. Yeah, I, I I'm mad I didn't get this on video, but um, uh, a few weekends ago I gave some to my 91 year old aunt who's been drinking Hennessy pretty much her entire life, and she loved it. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I really should have got a video of it. But yeah, Lazare honey cognac liqueur. I think they ship nationwide, but yeah, super delicious. Spell it for me. Uh, let me see. Let me hold. On. Let me grab this bottle real quick and spell it. It's a. Uh, the bottle looks really cool. Too. So it is L A S S E R R E liqueur. Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna write it down too, Kendall, so I can. Uh, I'll post it. I'll find some information and post it too. Cool. Um, Kendrick, ask your question. I'm thinking. Oh no, that was no, 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 that was it. Um, that's all I needed. I'm already on Google. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to know what the proof is? Huh? You don't want to know what the proof is? Oh, I'll find all that out when I drink it. I ain't tripping. <laughs> <laughs> you like to it? But, but uh, absolutely. But yeah, what's the uh, what is the proof of it? This one is a bit lower proof. So this one's like, uh, it's only about 25% uh, alcohol. So this one's a little bit lower proof, is an easy drinker. Um, but if you do want some regular, like stuff that's, you know, regular 40, uh, you know, 80 proof, I mean, there's de definitely de a bunch of other black owned cognacs I could recommend too. But yeah, this one was just kind of, uh, it was on the shelf. It was kind of easy, easy to get to for me. Okay. 
Okay, cool. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Thank you. So, so Charles, how did you start? When, when did you fall in love with just drinking and it was it beer, was it beer was it liquor was it wine what what kind of kicked you off into the spirits game as far as appreciation okay awesome and uh i think what really got me started was actually around uh this time last year so um it was around my birthday and i found um an online advertising or maybe it was a news story or something about Bur Burr brothers bourbon whiskey right and so they're um, an outfit out of Kentucky. And uh, of course, we all know about Uncle Nearest or whatever, right? But uh, when I found out about Burberry, I was like, oh man, another black owned whiskey. Let me go try it. So um, I actually went online and I found a black owned liquor store in DC that's supposed to carry it. So I was like, man, let me go buy some black owned whiskey at the black owned liquor store. And uh, when I went there for the first time, they didn't have what I was looking for, but the owner there named Bernie, um, he, he owns Chet's on Capitol Hill in DC. Uh, he had a bunch of other black owned liquors and was just like telling me and showing me all the different bottles and stuff like that. And like for me, like, you know, whenever I just, it just kind of sparked the light of just wanting to know and understand and learn about this type of stuff. So um, I ended up buying three different bottles. I believe it was Whiskey Right, which is a nice cherry wood whiskey coming out of a distiller in Virginia. I got Los Hermanos, uh, which was a black on tequila out of two brothers from Baltimore. And there was a third one. I can't remember exactly what I purchased but you know it really that's what really got me started just you know tr uh, him kind of showing me about the industry and all these different liquors that existed and then after that you know i was just on one i was just researching and looking at what was around me and luckily i live in the dc area because uh there's a lot of independent stores and a lot of other just uh other african americans here that are making liquors and have owned different brands and stuff and so it really just got me started you know i was just buying so much and trying to learn as much as i could and then uh people will come over and you know they'll see all these bottles of liquors and they were like these are brands i've never heard before right and so uh, then I was telling them about their stories of the different owners and, you know, where certain things come from. And, you know, I, it got to the point where it's just like, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, make it, I'm just going to try a TikTok video about it, you know, just to, to show other people because everyone keeps asking me about this, my, uh, this collection. And so, um, yeah, it was around, I guess around the May time, time frame last year, I just started making videos and kind of went on from there. Wow. That's amazing. Well, you're still you're still relatively new in the game, and it's like it. I feel like so many people know about you and appreciate your knowledge and what you're able to give. Um, I I, th I think that people really do feel like you know you're a trusted uh, professional to ask and like, hey, this is great. You know, you need to try it. It's and also that it's black owned. I yeah. think, yeah, I think that, you know, we, we don't realize how many uh, black owned spirits that are out there. 
would you say that there's probably more spirits than even breweries as far as like, you know, not necessarily the brewery is set up, but actual, um, you know, because there's people that do contract brewing, but yeah. Uh, I would say that, you know, as far as distilling goes, there are that, you know, I think when it comes to the black owned brands there, you know, there's still not a lot There needs to be more. And I like with my platform, just showing other folks that, you know, you don't have to be a celebrity to own a brand or you don't have to be a celebrity to, uh, you know, uh, uh, be black excellence. That's why that's kind of the, uh, my tagline that I go with. And so, um, and I'm really glad that other people just found the content and liked it and gravitated to it. You know, I was really surprised that, you know, anyone watches my videos, honestly, right? I mean, it, it uh, but as far as like brewers and stuff, like there's still a really small percentage of the industry. And, you know, a lot of folks do start off with uh, the contract distilling, right? So they'll uh, go to a, a large distiller and it'll be their same recipe, but they do all the marketing and stuff for it. I mean, that's how tequila is done, right? So all tequila is made in Mexico. So if you see a black owned tequila or any tequila in America, it was, it was made in Mexico. But, uh, but I think a lot of folks get started that way. And then eventually you get to the point to where you could bring stuff in house so like even uncle nearest they um even a uh a whiskey they have now uh they they own a distillery now but right now everything they have is sourced but eventually they're going to be bringing that in house too so um i just love to see i'm just glad that i could bring attention to a lot of these other brands and stuff out there and you know showing people that you know it's possible and there's more than just you know whatever celebrity said to buy one week or another and you know um and i think really people would really love to support other black people if they just knew about it so i'm glad i could just be that conduit conduit to just let people know i can definitely agree with that uh because when I'm doing my side hustle on the weekends, I'm usually competing with X, XYZ celebrity that just slapped their name to something and mm -hmm. they haven't done the work, but it's just like a nice money grab. And every once in a while it's good. And then the commercialization of it, you don't even know why you're getting it. You're just because this is what's going on at the club. This is what everybody's saying is good. And then when I taste it, it's like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, something that's every once in a while, because, you know, with shelving, you know, the top shelf is, you know, it's like real estate. So some yeah. of those things that's on the third, third shelf, it might not be as bad as you think. It might be even better and you can save a buck or two, or you might find something that you had never thought about. Um, yeah, I think some people, and you know, some things are just habits, you know, like some people say, you know, um, I've been buying E&J my whole life and that's just what they go and just, just buy or whatever, right? So you have some people that, you know, it doesn't matter what I say, they're just going to buy what they're going to buy. But I think now, especially with the, the folks who watch my videos, I've noticed that like the age range is really that, um, you know, Gen X, you know, maybe that older millennial um maybe some some of the older gen z's but not really a lot of them but uh, i think people are wanting to now they really want to um vote with their dollar right and so i think with a lot of folks uh, and them just learning that hey you know black people as a people we make everything we've ever needed right 
And so I think it's just really cool just if, I think people, if you get to that certain where like, hey, let me, how could I support, you know, someone who looks like me versus, you know, some nameless, faceless, you know, corporation or whatever, right? Like, you know, even like with the, um, there's a brand uh, I love called Fort Mosaic. There, uh, it's it's actually made in uh, I want to say Jacksonville, Florida, uh, by gosh, what's his name? I can't remember his. Uh, you know, I'm going to remember his name at the end of this <laughs> at, the, uh, at the end of this live. But you know, he actually donates a little bit of everything he sells, and it's a great whiskey. But he donates a little bit of everything he sells to the Fort Mosaic Foundation, which actually preserves uh, uh, this section of Fort Mosaic, Florida, which was the first free black town in America. You know, and them just representing that history, or even uh, there's a Ravente cognac where a portion of their sales go to. Uh, the Black Dollar Foundation. And so like, there's so many other black brands out there that are doing the work to uh, help support other black people. And so like, I think if people just knew that or could see that, then, you know, it, it, it just, the light just comes on. Like, why would I support any anything else other than my own people? So, you know, I think it's uh, just cool to um, put that out there. And I think people are really wanting to, uh, people love learning about different ways or different things they can support other than just, you know, hair and nails and makeup and stuff like that. Like, you know, we got, we got a lot of those uh, industries on lock, but it's like, Hey, how can I support it in some other ways too? Absolutely. It, and you know, it just kind of goes back to just even what you were saying with the brand that's in Florida, it's about the story. And if you're able to, get someone to slow down to listen to the story of how they made it or why they did it it's for their ancestors for you know grandma she had the recipe and then i'm just bringing it on i'm wanting you know to pass this on to my children or something like that that's what makes it kind of a little bit more personal and yep. i'm sure with the people that are on the uh, live right now uh and you i'm sure you're probably familiar with the black is beautiful initiative when I started telling people about it, because a lot of people don't, you know, especially, you know, people of my parents' age, they don't drink beer. But because of what it meant and what it stood for, they went and bought a four pack. Like, baby, I don't know, but I, you know, I want to support. And that's, you know, that's the kind of like the little inroad that you get. And then people actually drink the, you know, the liquid and then they're like, oh, wow, this is really good. That's really cool. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, and, you know, just um, I want to say this year, maybe it was a little bit earlier last year is when I really I mean, before I was just only doing liquor and for beer, I kind of dabbled in it. But then I learned about a lot of different black brewers and different brands and stuff, too. And, you know, I at first if you would have asked me two, three years ago, I would have said, you know, I don't, I don't like beer. Or I don't drink beer. Or I'll just drink a Corona or whatever. Right. But then, um, I learned about all these other black brewers as well. Brands like so mega or black Viking. And then even recently I tried some from the West coast brands and stuff as well. And, you know, just being able to like, Hey, here's the owner. I shook his hand. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, 
uh, we could create so such good products. And just because you had an experience with bad experience with like Budweiser or something, that doesn't mean you don't like beer. That just means you just haven't uh, found one that you liked yet. And they're actually, and these guys are out there actually creating, you know, creating brews and markets for people who might not like beer to drink beer like black viking i'm not sure if you guys heard it or have it or not but it's yeah, probably we're very good friends with sean <laughs> oh yeah yeah i i we call it the world's most drinkable beer like mm -hmm. it's fantastic right and i was like is anyone who doesn't like beer i say hey try black viking beer it's, it's amazing so you know i just love that you know we as a people just you know saw opportunity and you know made a way out of no way and you know just you know I, I love it so yeah well i'm definitely going to segue into barrel and flow um but first i'm going to ask you one question so okay. you're on a desert island and you can bring three spirits which three do you pick and why island first one might be water <laughs> But okay, if we have water now, if I could bring bring three spirits on a desert island, wow, that's a good one. Um, oh man, that's a, this could put me on the spot there. If I only had to choose three, so I'm going to choose one of my favorite whiskeys is a Den of Thieves Ginger Vanilla. Uh, it's a fantastic whiskey, um, probably one of my favorites. I've gone back and bought like three, bought, bought, bought it on three separate occasions. So I really love their ginger vanilla dinner thief. So that would be my first one. Um, second, um, man, oh man. Man, I hate to say I want to bring two two more whiskeys, but yeah, I want to bring Duke and Dame salted caramel whiskey. That is really fantastic. I, I love Duke and Dame. It's a little bit. It's more of a light drinker, but you know, I, I really enjoy it. And gosh, I'm trying to think what's this last one. I'm going to do a vodka. Or am I going to do a tequila? Um, you know, I think I'm going to do a vodka just because i know i can mix it with just about anything and mm -hmm. i am going to pick gosh i got so many uh man am i going to do a flavor am i going to do a flavor vodka or a straight vodka uh you know what? i'm i'm going to do um foudre that was the um that was mm -hmm. the first thing i ever did uh with foudre vodka it's a kind of a pomegranate flavor to it, but the bottle looks like a lightning bolt. Like if you just look at Foudre, like it's it's really cool. Like it, I, I have an empty bottle and I don't throw it away just because it looks so cool. Yeah. So I'll probably get Foudre. And also the bottle is pointy, so you could probably use it as a weapon as well. So <laughs> I definitely, I definitely get a Foudre. Uh, so they, it, work, go, the, it works double duty. First, the liquid is good, but then I use the bottle as a weapon. Hilarious. Okay. So, one of the things that really did catch my eye is when I was scrolling uh, Instagram, minding my business, loving Jesus like I do, <laughs> I saw the updated Barrel and Flow and I saw the collaborations. And I said, I see 
your friend's room is having is doing collaboration. So welcome to Barrel and Flow. Uh, you are going to have an amazing time. And what made you decide to throw your uh, ring in the hat to do collaboration? Well, I think this year I've really wanted to take my platform and let it be the year of collaboration and doing more stuff, uh, being out, uh, being more out and about and being outside as, as folks say. So um, I definitely wanted to uh, be able to collaborate and just do more stuff on the road, like liquor and beer and stuff. Uh, like the industry can be very regional, you know, and just really, um, you know, like there might be some stuff here in the DMV that's not available in Georgia. The stuff in Georgia is not available in Tennessee. The stuff in Tennessee is not available in California. So I really want to be able to collaborate more and just be able to showcase, you know, different liquors and different beers and things in the spirit industry, you know, from all over. And so uh, Barrel and Flow was like on my, was on my radar. I remember I found out about it for the first time last year, but it was over already. And I was like, oh snap. So I was just kind of following it for, for this year. And then um, one of uh, my friends from up here said, hey, you should, you know, try to work with them to see if you could uh, be a collaborator and stuff like that. And so I went on that uh, website and applied and they said, hey, you know, they thought it was a good fit. So um, this is going to be my first one. I'm really excited. You know, um, I had a past life as, you know, um, a territory manager where I basically where I was, uh, you know, in front of booths and talking to folks and stuff as well. So it's going to be actually like one of my first, you know, festivals where I'm not just an attendee, like I'm actually working with the folks there. So um, I'm real excited. So are you actually doing a product or you're going to be like part of a panelist? Because I, because, um, I think that's what I was thinking. Are you going to, in what way are you going to be collaborating to, to make sure that I, that I'm uh, in sync with what I read? Yeah, so they have me matched up with uh, two companies. I believe one of them is a King Fly Distillery, and then there was like Mac Brewery, I believe. So I still have to have a call with them to kind of really understand what my what I'm going to be doing there. So I think it might be on a panel, or the, even if it's just helping them out in their booth or doing features and stuff. I'm regardless of what they what they have me do there i'm going to be everywhere <laughs> you know just with the camera featuring every you know featuring and talking to all the um all the brands and people i can talk to so okay so i heard the distillery but did you say mac brewing i believe so let me, i have to double check that one there the the folks when i was there um their website wasn't up so i'm not sure which brewery but there is a brewery up there they have my name beside well if it says mac brewing you're in for definitely a treat when i tell you his beer is always like the standout like we're talking days and days and days later about it um and more than likely and you know just keep up with your you know check your emails and everything because i was a collaborator last year i didn't do it the year before but um i went up to pennsylvania um with coven brewery and mm. basically just kind of brew day with them and then the um and then you know on uh the festival day 
they had, you know, had the tent, had the the beer and everything um, set up. And it was just a great time, but like the trifecta. So um, it sounds like y'all, there might be a boozy beer that y'all might be making. And that's going to be really interesting. I can't wait to see that. Um, but yeah, uh, if you can get in town early, yeah. some, some back, uh, get in town early because we get it in. Go ahead and start drinking your water now. <laughs> because we have a time. Oh, Saturday okay. is like a big time, but before then, especially the bottle share. The bottle share on Friday is a must do. Um, I'm working behind the scenes um, for another event. I hope that it goes through because one, uh, just to, and just to give everybody an FYI, you know, uh, one of the things that I cry about along with my other uh, single sisters, there's always all these guys and they're either with someone or they're married. It's like, we're all the single men. It's like, my mother asked me, my father asked me, everybody asked me, you're always going out, you're always around these men. I said, they're all taken. So wanted to do something about that. So that's something that I'm trying to work with um, with Dave behind the scenes. But but we have an amazing time. And you will not feel like a stranger. You will not feel like you are one of, you know, nobody knows you. You are at home. Mm-hmm. completely at home i've never seen anyone in crowds and crowds of people and you feel like i'm just with my family mm. i i love it i love it and, um so yeah they do have me with mac brewing so um mac brewing <laughs> and uh i think I, I just had it up and uh keen fly spirit so yeah i'm excited i so you said i should come in early so like that friday or should i come in thursday come in thursday because friday we yeah come in thursday because um what we had been doing was coming in days a couple of days earlier for the city and then day is noticed like oh these people come in early and earlier so he's starting to have a little like little events here and there but if you haven't been to pittsburgh and you haven't uh, checked out the brewery scene as well as the food scene they have a nice food scene there too mm. um to go and explore and you know we go and hang out hey we're going we about to you know get in the uber about to cut left over here we're gonna check this out we're gonna do this and um just take over we take over the city for that weekend Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I've never been to Pittsburgh, so um, I'm excited. Uh, let me see. I'm not sure if I'm going to fly or if I'm going to drive yet, but uh, yeah, I'll make sure to come in early. Then uh, come in that Thursday, maybe like a Thursday to Monday situation. Yeah, it's it's it's. Oh, about to cut left over here. Gonna check this out. We're gonna do this and. Um, just take over. We take over the city for that weekend. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I've never been to Pittsburgh, so um, I'm excited. Uh, let me see. I'm not sure if I'm going to fly or if I'm going to drive yet, but uh, yeah, I'll make sure to come in early. Then uh, come in that Thursday, maybe like a Thursday to Monday situation. Yeah, it's 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 worth it. It's worth it. Um, just uh, and. Get your hotel, use the discount, 
all that good stuff. It's at a new hotel, which we're very excited about. A little bit closer to, to the action of everything uh, that they have the event at. It has grown and is at a bigger space. And it is, it's like all inclusive. You have, you know, spirits and you have fear, you have art, you have, you know, uh, shopping, you have music, everything. They had glass blowing. It's like all kinds of wild stuff that's going on. So yeah, it's 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 a time. It's a time. And it's my birthday month, so I just assume he's doing it for me. So Okay, awesome, awesome. I look forward to it. I got I can't wait to get out there. I mean, you know, anything I can do to support black people and all their endeavors like that's one things i'm always looking for and so like yeah this festival and then, then you know there's bow fest um in dc there's another food and wine festival happening down in atlanta this year i want to go to there's one in california that i have on my calendar but i haven't bought tickets for just yet so yeah um i i you know, I, I want to be out on the road and you know, really show showing showing folks uh, other um, you know other spirits and stuff in the industry. Okay. Well, let me change back gears to spirits. From what I see on your IG, anything that you post is something that you're fable of. Do you, when you get something that's not as wonderful as you thought, do yeah. you just not post it? Um, um, do you want to say, hey, maybe it wasn't for me, but maybe you should try it? How do you work that without being, you know, not being disparaging, but being honest, you know? Yeah. So it's either one of two ways either because there was this one wine which i'm not going to say the name of but honestly i'm not a wine person like all the wine i like tastes like fruit juice and so and so i bought this wine just because it was a really interesting color and i just i i couldn't i did not like it there was no way i could drink it without making a face so that one i just did not post <laughs> but um and then there are some other ones where uh, so mo most of the time, if I don't like it, I might, I'm probably not going to post it just because, you know, there's other people that might like it. So it's just not, it just wasn't for me. And then there's going to be some other ones where I might not be the biggest fan of it. So instead of me saying what, how I feel about it, I might just say, you know, how it does taste, you know, like there's this one uh, whiskey I might've posted on there. It's actually probably a pretty old video where, you know, I say, hey, listen, this one is, uh, it tastes pretty strong. You know, it does have a little bit of a burn to it. Um, and if you like that type of flavor, then this one is going to be good for you. So I'm not, so my, me not telling anyone that it tastes like kerosene to me, but, <laughs> Uh, and then when I, and the funny thing is after I posted it, other people was like, oh yeah, that's my favorite. So, you know, there's something uh, where you can just uh, be honest and kind of just say, hey, this is what it takes for me, but not, you know, actually give an opinion on it, you know? So that's, uh, I think that's been, that's kind of a positive spin, you know, cause I don't want to be disparaging. And, you know, if I can't say anything nice about something, I'm not going to say anything at all, but, uh, I can just, you know, tell people 
this is what it tastes like and this is what's available to you you know stuff like that okay that's fair Mm -hmm. So for our, um, we have at least two cigar people in the room. Has anyone, are you a cigar smoker first? Um, I have tried a few cigars. I, am, <laughs> I, I would say I'm not a connoisseur just yet. So I've definitely smoked uh, one or two in my day, but I am far from an expert or connoisseur. So that's something else I was like, kind of like, man, is that something I want to, you know, like whiskey and cigars, it just kind of goes so well together, you know? So um, that's something else where I was kind of like, you know, then there's black owned cigars out there too. So, you know, what else I could uh, look into or, you know, uh, try to promote as well. Um, well, I can give you one right off the top of my head. Um, black, black Star Line Cigars based out of Chicago. Aaron, uh, excuse me, Eric is the owner. He is, um, a retired fire uh, fireman, and he goes all over the country. His number one seller is called War Witch. It is a nice spice. He just came out with a Lancero, but um, yeah, that's that's at least one that I know that I can put give my stamp of approval and say yes. Uh, I am a cigar smoker, so, okay. so that's why I was wondering. Has anyone ever come to you and asked you, said, hey, would that pair well with blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I, no one's ever asked me that question, but um, I wouldn't mind having an answer just in case. So I was just in Chicago too, funny enough, uh, uh, last week. So um, I actually have their website up right now. So I'll, if I can order some, I'll definitely try it. Yeah, t tell, um, It'll be Cliff that you'll end up talking to. Tell Cliff Angie says hi, um, and that she's you know sending sending your way. And they do have like a sampler pack that gives you a nice um, a nice variety. And um, you said Warwitch. Warwitch. Okay. That's their number one seller. That has been. They have. He's been on Cigar Aficionado with that. Um, in a couple other places. They just went to TPE in uh, Vegas. He's just doing, you know, over and above uh, with sales and uh, just really people really connecting to the brand and really enjoying the brand. Because uh, there are a lot of um, cigar brands that are out there. Um, and this is not a cigar conversation because I, I I'll start. I'll start on a tangent about cigars. Uh, <laughs> I will start, but uh, definitely check them out. And shameless plug: uh, in June, I will um, I will be with uh, Isola Woods, who is a Drew Estates rep and also a um, certified whiskey um, expert. I know that's not the correct term, but she's a certified whiskey person. She has her badge and everything. And we're going to get together and kind of double team for uh, Crafted, Crafted for All, the beer con in June to do like a head-to-head. -head. I'm going to be doing beer and uh, cigars, and she's going to do whiskey and cigars. And we're going to trade off because we both like we both. Like both. And that'll also, and that's virtual. So you can always 
also glean some information from a professional. So that's another shameless plug I can give you. Okay, awesome, awesome. Said beer con. I didn't even know there was a beer con, so that's cool. It is three years going. It is in Atlanta. I have gone all three years. Jen Price is the um, CEO and owner. She used to be, um, she used to have a, well, she still does. It's called the Atlanta Boutique. Um, uh, she wanted to open up like basically a uh, bottle shop. But with COVID and everything going on, you know how things happen. So mm -hmm. she kind of pivoted and she has this crafted beer con, which now she's going into, we're getting more spirits. And so that was the, the theme that I'd offered. I said, hey, you know, I love cigars. You know, when, you know, when y'all see me, I'm smoking cigars and I'm having beer. So let's talk about it because people want, you know, one-on-one -on -one or they want to just, um, they're curious about it. Because that is, it seems like that's the new trend instead of going to the club, you know, um, 50 and better. I want to go to a lounge. I want to be able to have a conversation. And so that's where that kind of comes from. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I, I love how, you know, what I, when I talk about a lot of these uh, different brands and like, uh, yeah, even with a lot of the spirit brands, one thing that really warms my heart is that a lot of them started in uh, 2020. And like, mm -hmm. the, for me, it's like, you know, it just shows that just the resilience of us as a people to like, you know, we're going to make a way out of no way. You know, like we, no one thought that we was going to, you know, come out of this and, you know, I'm just going to start, start on my dream and, you know, create a, create a brand or, you know, start a different type of business and things like that. So, you know, I just really love to see like, hey, three years going, like those people that are just starting and, you know, doing something that um, just impacts so many people and following their dreams and stuff. Like I, I, I just love seeing it. So yeah, that's, that's amazing. It is definitely the biggest tomorrow's not promise uh, flash shine that you saw and people were like, you know what, let me go ahead and do that. Let me stop putting it off. So it, and it, you know, but that's for us because we're getting to enjoy and getting to see, what people's true passions are and, and you know, like I want to you know I want to be happy you know mm -hmm. I'm gonna take this rut that I'm in and be happy and do what I like and so that's that's amazing to me yeah exactly and you know and as, especially since you know a lot of these uh just like just to start with some of these brands and stuff like it it's expensive you know it's like some people are just yo here's here's my life savings and the, the industry is so heavily regulated beer and wine might be a little bit easier but liquor is just so heavily regulated like you could spend your life savings just starting up and haven't sold a drop yet you know and i just love people just saw those what could seem to be insurmountable obstacles and say yep i'm gonna do that yeah that that, that sounds like me i'm i'm, I'm gonna do this work so i i just love to see it yeah, I can definitely say that uh, I think we're all, everyone's in the same boat as far as the regulations, because I've heard some stories about um, just for one, oh, I bought the building, you know, it was, you know, I have to build the building up, but then I find out that the water supply is shit. And so, and no one told me. So I'll have to get whatever li little coins that I have to put into it. So it's, it's, 
it can be crazy. And that's one thing. Um, and I don't, I know that you're probably learning more or, or hope. Um, and I guess this is my next question. Are people in the industry giving you more insight to what's going on in the back scenes of um, struggles or challenges that they're having? Are you getting, um, when you're posting, are you getting some uh, attention or uh, conversation with the brands? Are they reaching back out to you? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. And then, and especially when I uh, get to talk to people in person, I always love to just ask people their story. I mean, like as far as the the liquid and stuff, like the liquid is good and that's great. But I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people come to me or one thing I really do love doing is like telling these people's story, right? Like and showing uh, one, that's one thing I'm starting off to do more uh, with uh, this year is also just, you know, not just saying, hey, here's a black owned vodka, but here's a black owned vodka made by um, so-and-so who started doing things like this, you know, and really uh, showing folks, you know, the people behind some of the brands. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of them like, a uh, I, the, I've spoken as folks as far as like, you know, one big thing I always ask about is like, you know, what's some of the troubles you have getting into, you know, like the restaurant and hotels and the, um, those uh, those places because, um, you know, for a lot of folks, you know, like we you could do a sampling event and you could, you know, pour out, you know, 100, 200 samples and you might sell a bottle here or there, but, you know, when people come back and if it's not at their local liquor store, then it doesn't exist, right? So I'm I'm actually working on a project right now to really I want to do I'm working on a project now to help incentivize other restaurants and not just people who buy bottles but people who buy cases you know to actually support you know some of these black owned liquors and you know other minority spirits the like as well so I'm working on a project hopefully uh you know, it's it's tough going, but hopefully, I can. Uh, it's something I can uh, actually release this year to really kind of help incentivize those guys into getting into like the restaurants, the hotels, the airlines, the cruises. Like, there's a few of us in there, but it could be more. You know, like Do Nord is on uh, Delta Airlines. I know Duke and Dame. They're actually at MGM and like the Ritz Carlton. But you know, how can we get those? Uh, brands into our into our restaurants too you know like why uh if i if i can if i'm a restaurant owner and i can buy half casamigos why can't i also have like a um a tea capri or a los hermanos or you know they're made in the exact same factory like if you fill up a bottle of casamigos there's a black owned brand that is you know it's they're bottled right beside each other you know what i'm saying at the same factory tastes just as good but you know how can i uh uh kind of bring some of those guys to the forefront and really uh be a conduit to some of these brands and some of these other folks that buy cases and cases of liquor so that's something i'm um you know one of those struggles that that to help those businesses that i'm really working on this year well i'm i'm very excited to hear that and please check back in with us let us know um whenever you whenever it comes uh, online so we can share it and, and spread the word um but i also wanted to oh i know there's not a lot of people on the stage but i still wanted to open up for questions uh, does anyone have any questions for Charles? 
or even in the audience if you want to come up on stage and ask your question. Um, I don't have any questions. I just um, wanted to, you know, congratulate you on, you know, what you're doing and the awareness that you're bringing. Um, I've actually seen your uh, videos on TikTok. And so, um, you know, to be able to, you know, hear um, everything that you're doing, man, that's awesome because, of course, you know, being um, in the craft beer industry, it's important, you know, for us to continue to promote, you know, uh, the craft beer from, from all these wonderful people uh, that, that's out here baking it. So it's good to see, you know, not only just being uh, able to know about, you know, breweries, but also distilleries as well, um, like the cognac you was talking about earlier. So now I got to find a way to get my hands on it. And uh, definitely another congrats for um, the collab uh, that you're doing with um, with Mac. Um, Mac, actually, uh, Dave, um, you'll meet Dave and his sister Latifah. They were, uh, that was my first time meeting them um, last year uh, when I went to Barrel and Flow. Amazing people. Um, and actually, Dave's beer probably was probably uh, one of the top three beers I had at the festival. Mm -hmm. I can't remember uh, much about it, but it was it was good enough for me to hunt it down to where I actually ended up um, uh, getting a four pack of it um, shipped to me later on. I had to get some people to track it down for me. So uh, you couldn't have been with a better person to uh, collab with. So looking forward to hearing more about it. All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I, the way you guys are describing, I'm looking forward to it as well. Like, I, this is one of those things where you know, maybe I should just, maybe I just take off that whole week, you know, instead of just, maybe, or maybe I need a more than a day to recover. But yeah, I'm definitely, uh, definitely excited about it. And this, and it's crazy because the, the, the ironic thing about it is, you just said Mac Bruin, and uh, I actually had on a Mac Bruin uh, t-shirt as I'm walking through that for today. So that's crazy. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So. Anybody else? So I guess my last thing I wanted to ask you was, why did you decide to make your, uh, your uh, IG your friend, Charles? Oh, that's a, it's a, it's a, it came for an interesting story. So, um, you know, for me, I think my whole mission in life has always just been to help people and, uh, you know, educate them. Like I always, I always love, you know, helping and seeing other people succeed. And when it comes to your friend, Charles, it's one of those things where, you know, I don't think, I mean, People say I'm a smart guy, but I don't think I don't consider myself an expert at anything, right? But I can be a friend, you know. Like I might not be an expert in business taxes, but I could be your friend and give you some advice. Um, I might not be an expert in fitness or whatever, but I could, uh, you know, be your friend and give you some advice. So I think, you know, you know, your friend Charles has kind of made sense to me, where it's like, you know, I'm I'm not expert. I'm not, you know the de facto aficionado but you know if you just want some honest advice from your friend you know i think that's uh you know I, i'm i'm your guy for that so uh, to me it just you know it's just kind of embodies of you know kind of what the whole what you know everything i do online too which is you know being your friend and you know putting you on <laughs> well have you ever um thought thought of pursue to get any type of credentials or licenses 
because I didn't ask you what you do, what your eight to five was and how that varies to it. So, oh man, my eight to five, uh, I, I work by chain for a government contractor. It's, it's, it does not apply. <laughs> but, uh, like I do actually have some certifications in like some tech and stuff, but you know, that's not a, I guess it's not necessarily. <laughs> Uh, doesn't really go directly to the to the liquor industry, so yeah, I don't know. I have I, I have to think about that. I'll have to think about that. You know, for me, um, like someone even said, I should make my own brand or something like that. And you know, I've done physical products in the past, and like for me, I wanted to try to get out of physical products and just kind of like, hey, what how what can I do to just you know promote other folks and give them that leg up, right? And so, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll look into it some more, but um, I'm not sure yet. But even when uh, you said that you uh, you do supply chains as far as like on the government sector. Mm-hmm. Okay. So has anyone asked you or like tugged you about distribution and getting like um, assistance or like information on that? You know, people have, uh, but like, again, that's uh, going back to physical products, right? <laughs> so um, like, like, man, I, I, you know, I think there's definitely a place for me in the industry. I have to find it uh, just yet and see, you know, what's the place in the industry where, you know, I can do it, still have fun, still be your friend, Charles. Um but not have to worry about, you know, like, I mean, I can imagine a case of cognac or, you know, a pile of beer or really heavy. So uh, uh, I'll have, I'll, I'll, and it's just, I don't know, just so much red tape and stuff with things like that. But so I, there's a place for me in the industry, but not necessarily touching physical products every day just yet. Well, not necessarily you touching them, but just even giving insight because that's one of the, the main things I think I don't know if we even have five black owned distributors really in the country period and that's one of the I mean we've become uh things are kind of changing where we had like Tavor or Crappier Kings you know if I wanted to get a beer from California I'd have to go through them unless I do you know someone's nice enough to uh send me a snow globe and it just happens to be beer uh, <laughs> um but now it's like i think montclair and definitely crowns and hops you're able to get their product 48 states and mm -hmm. that's like mind-blowing because you couldn't do it like if i wanted crowns and hops I, I have to beg somebody from California to give it to me unless I go to Barrel and Flow and taste it. I won't mm. see it. So that's why I was wondering since you have that knowledge that no one has like saying, hey, can I do this? Can this work? But yeah. Okay. Okay. But that's that's a good thing. That's a that's a good thing to know. I think I definitely want to make an initiative to do more to as I mean, even when it comes to beers and other folks, is that how can we get these things online more? Because there's a few folks where, like, I think in Florida and like in California, like, there's a few outfits out there that can ship nationwide. And, 
you know, you know, it, it, it's just so difficult just to, you know, depending on what part of the country you're in, right? And, uh, but I've also met some small distributors too, where it's like, you know, they distribute everything, but, you know, they made a point to like, hey, I want to also bring diversity to the spirit industry and make sure like, you know, to support those folks as well and let them know like, hey, these folks, you know, they exist too. So, you know, it's, um, I, I've been, I've been, I'll, I, it's something I'll, I'll explore more into, you know, anything I could do to kind of help, you know, uh, small business in general, I think, you know, just, just help, you know, uh, this tide can raise all the ships, right? So. Well, I really appreciate you coming and talk to us, Charles. I thank you so much for your insight and just being there and showing uh, us things that I don't think I've ever seen as far as like craft, craft spirits and mm-hmm. um, opening other people's eyes to that. So thank you for that. We can't wait to see you in Barrel and Flow. You're going to have an amazing time. And if there's nothing... Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And thank you for making those like promo videos for me too. I was like, oh man, that's cool. Like, I would have, I would learn how to make those, you know. So, um, but yeah, thanks for following and thanks for supporting and stuff too. And you know, um, I I look forward to meeting everyone in person. So, uh, you know, we'll definitely do some content or whatever when I'm out in Barrel and Flow and stuff too. So. And one last thing, could you tell uh, the people who may hear this even on the replay uh, what what your uh, tag is and which uh, platforms are you on? Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'm on everything, mostly TikTok and Instagram, and it's your friend Charles. So that's the letters you are friend charles all one word um i'm i'm also on youtube there but you know there's not much going on but uh instagram uh tiktok and you know feel free to shoot me a dm like my dms are always open so cool appreciate it thank you kendrick thank you for that um well if there's nothing else i will um i will see y'all next week it'll be a very uh, i'll probably more, more than likely what i'll be doing is going live because i'll actually be in nashville so um you'll probably catch me uh sitting seeing y'all content um from the conference and definitely from the um black brewers uh, association uh bottle share so until then i will see y'all next week Have a wonderful day, wonderful evening. All right, awesome. Have a good one. Good night. Great night.